Welcome to the Breaking Health Podcast, a series of discussions with the most disruptive CEOs and leaders in digital health. Hey everyone, Tom Salemi here. Thanks for joining us on the Breaking Health Podcast. We're going to go dipping back into the files again this week. I had a wonderful chat with Mandara Singh from uh, More Disruption Please, the Athena Health Group. Mandara is actually the Director of Corporate Development for Athena Health and the direction, Director rather of More Disruption Please, which is Athena Health's um, kind of incubator investment group that uh, helps startups in the digital health space sort of uh, get their uh, get their footing. So uh, we'll talk a bit about innovation in digital health, where more disruption, please, fits into all of this, and uh, what sort of investments Athena Health itself is making in young digital health companies and why. So again, it was a great conversation we had back at the Digital Healthcare Innovation Summit, and I'm sure you'll enjoy it. And uh, we'll get back to our scheduled uh, schedule of interviews with Steve Krupa uh, at a future podcast. We're still, uh, still building up our, uh, our reserve but uh, did not want to let another week go by. Before I let you go, I want to let I do want to let you know that the uh, registration for the Digital Healthcare Innovation Summit is open. It's happening on November 30th in Boston, and uh, we've got a, a number of people who are sort of uh, clamoring for us to open up registration because they want to get the date locked down. So we did that, and many many of them have uh, have already registered. So if you want to be there, I uh, advise you to act sooner rather than later. Uh, the event has sold out the past two years, so um, no real reason to wait. Go to healthogy.com, it's the word health, followed by letters egy.com, and uh, you can register there. Again, healthogy, word health, followed by letters egy.com, and you can register for the Digital Healthcare Innovation Summit, which is happening on November 30th at the Mandarin Oriental Hotel in Boston. Now let's get into this conversation with Mandara Singh. Hi, this is Tom Salemi, Content Director at Healthogy. I'm here at the Digital Healthcare Innovation Summit. Very happy to be joined by Mandara Singh. She's the Director of Corporate Development and the Director of More Disruption, Please, at Athena Health. That's right. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. So Athena Health is it's one of those companies that has, seems to almost represent the digital health movement. It started out in the 80s, the 90s rather, kind of went through some blips and some blurbs, but now it's one of the names that really commands, uh, commands an audience, and that's partly due to your CEO, who is, uh, who is a very engaging fellow. Of course, we had him at the meeting last year. <laughs> but uh, what do you do at, uh, at Athena and uh, how are you tied to More Disruption Please? Let's get into that. Sure. Um, so I run the More Disruption Please program. I sit uh, within corporate development. And More Disruption Please really has three components. So we have a network where we pull folks together across the industry um, mm-hmm. to do structured networking uh, as well as advocacy work. So really trying to create collaboration across what we know is a pretty siloed industry. Um, we also have a marketplace, so it's a product, um, and um, it's where we're integrating uh, best-in-breed solutions that then can access our um, the 80,000 providers that are on AthenaNet and mm-hmm. the uh, hundreds of thousands of providers that uh, we serve across all our, our whole product suite at Athena. Um, so you can think of that as kind of the app store uh, if you are an Athena user. And we have over 100 companies using us as a distribution platform today. 
Um, and then it's also a strategic investment arm. So I launched that two years ago, um, and we're investing off of our balance sheet in companies that are truly strategic, so we're not in it um, uh, just for the financial return. We're focused on helping these companies scale. And broadly, the whole mission of the program is to really to break down barriers of entry and help companies truly scale and succeed um, the, the way we've been able to because of um, the, ta- the, the tailwinds that uh, we caught as part of um, being uh, an early startup in this industry. That's, I mean, that's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, big mission. How do you, uh, you, you sort of got it to the end. What is your 10-word sort of statement? This is what I'm here to do. It's to break down barriers and make the job easier for everyone else in, in healthcare? Yeah. At Athena, our mission overall is to, to build the healthcare internet. So mm-hmm. I consider our ability to work with, um, with all the other players and the startups um, uh, a big part of that. They're going to be the most important nodes on, um, uh, on, on the internet that we're building. Mm-hmm. So, so you're helping them with uh, 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 distribution. You're helping them get the word about, out about their product. You're doing some investing. You're, you're doing and tech, And technical integration. And technical um, integration. That tends to be a big barrier. Mm-hmm. Um, and innovating in healthcare is actually really hard, right? It's, it's a lot easier for startups today to, to build an app overnight and get billions of users that does something um, very consumer-focused, sending the word yo to somebody else, for example. <laughs> um, the problems in healthcare are hairier. They're tougher to fix. Um, and then on top of that, you're faced with HIPAA um, and uh, very siloed, um, a siloed system, tough buyers, long sales cycle. So anything we can do to help more of the brightest minds come help solve these really big problems that impact us every day is worthwhile. So how does that help Athena Health? If everyone else is, if all the boats are rising, do you think it's going to ride, rise your boat as well? Absolutely. That's, um, that's our thesis. And we also think it's our obligation as partners to our own clients to not just build everything they want us to build, mm-hmm. but to give them access to the options um, that they need to um, to pick the right solution for what they're doing. There's lots of folks out there that are focused on very niche problems for a certain specialty or a certain size of system where we could build a one-size-fits-all, but in terms of actually uh, creating that client satisfaction uh, and driving those results, because we're a very results-oriented company, we have found that plus and play just works better. Is there a model that you follow? I don't know of another company in another f- vertical or industry that, that does this. Yeah, there are lots of them. So Amazon, if you look at Amazon, um, their ability to scale happened when they truly became a platform. Mm-hmm. Apple sure. is the same way. And so I, I like to use the example of if you look on your iPhone, um, Google Maps has an app on the iPhone that sits right next to Apple Maps. Mm -hmm. And from Apple's perspective, if you get to where you're going better with Google Maps, which you do, um, (laughs) they're absolutely fine with that because ultimately um, they are there to provide the platform, the hardware. Um, We don't provide hardware. But Mm -hmm. um, you get the the point about the platform and enabling the sticky end-user client satisfaction that happens when you truly open up as a platform. So do you have some success stories you can share that uh, sort of represent? We certainly do. A lot of them are here today. Um, so we have, um, we have over 120 
partners now on the marketplace, um, another 50 that are going through integration. Um, some of these companies have scaled entirely on Athena's platform, which mm-hmm. is something we're very proud of. Um, and we now have over um, uh, 1,500 unique clients using at least one of these solutions. Some of them are using up to eight. Um, so um, so that they range from companies like Epion, who's here today, um, that have built a, a great digital check-in tool that are helping they're helping reduce the wait time in the front office and, and get your doctor full information about you so they know when to, where to reach you after mm-hmm. you leave, which is immensely important to you as a patient. It's also really important to the doctor to be able to get you what you need once you leave the office. For sure. You, you're clearly passionate about this. This is important to you. Uh, what, was, what was your career track? I know you were at Essex Woodlands for a time. That's right. So I actually started in finance, um, started in healthcare investment banking, um, and then worked at Essex Woodlands, which is a great firm, um, sure. to do venture capital investing and invested a kind of across all sub-segments of healthcare. Um, that was when the High Tech Act uh, was passed, um, and it really opened up my eyes to the opportunity that existed in health IT. Um, I went out to California, worked with a number of startups out there, and kind of caught the bug. Um, and so when the I joined, startup bug or the healthcare bug, the startup bug. Um, I've always worked in healthcare, but um, it just occurred to me that a um, all these really great minds are finally turning their heads and realizing there's a lot of opportunity in healthcare. Mm-hmm. Um, we can certainly argue about the High Tech Act and the pluses and the minuses, but in a way it put a spotlight on on the opportunities for um, uh, for innovators in health IT. It, it got a lot of, of doctors and end users onto the internet for mm-hmm. the first time and onto computers for the first time. <laughs> um, and I think that opportunity is immense. Um, working at Athena was compelling um, because it meant we could break down those barriers uh, uh, for the for the greater good and for a, a brighter a broader audience of startups um, and young companies um, and I like to say um, I have a really great gig because I get to still invest which um, you know I was trained at Essex to do but also get to run a product so it's kind of the best of both worlds. Well, that's a great balance and, and and one of the themes we've had in a few of our interviews here is the theme of mission that people are feeling in healthcare and I know when I started out writing and I was about your age. I went to healthcare. Everyone else went into pet food deliver or whatever the heck right. was, was the thing at the time. <laughs> I felt good about my choice. I still do. Do you feel that same thing about your peers that healthcare is sort of mission driven and, it, and it's, it's more important than sending a yo to someone, whatever the heck that is? I absolutely <laughs> think so. At Athena, we are an incredibly uh, mission and vision driven mm. company and um, you see it everywhere. We want to make healthcare work as it should. Um, and I think that's very much in the DNA of anyone who comes to work at Athena. Um, again, healthcare is a tough, tough industry to innovate in. And I think the mission is particularly helpful because um, I'm, there are lots of folks who get very excited about making widgets. For me, it's, it's really the end game of, of being able to help the provider do what they went to med school to do, which was not to run a business mm-hmm. and certainly not to sit in front of an EHR all day, but to truly make their patients' lives better. Um, and that given we've, we are all patients, we are all caregivers, and we are all part of the system whether we want to or not, um, I think that's an incredible motivator. Excellent. So we're seeing it. We're at a point, I think, where I've seen it. might have been a video that you were doing where it was referenced that corporate investors are outpacing institutional investors for, for digital startups. Are you seeing that anecdotally? And what do you think that means for the industry? Do you see it as a, as a positive? 
Um, I think there's there's in general the amount of investment that's flowing into this space is incredible. Mm-hmm. Every it feels like every year we break a new record um, of how much money is flowing into digital health, um, and I think that the corporate activity is interesting. Um, not all corporate VCs are created equal, and I think it's worth it, particularly if you're an entrepreneur, uh, to question the why of why is this corporate doing venture capital? Um, who? Who's actually doing it? Um, and then what's in it for me, right? So how do you actually compare it? Um, from our perspective, we are not a corporate VC. We're actually a strategic investor, mm-hmm. and, and the goals are entirely strategic. So we will not invest in a company, even if it is an awesome company that I would have with my VC hat invested in, unless we see strategic milestones we can help them achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, it's the for us, it's about what happens after the investment gotcha. that is particularly important. And I think that is where corporate VCs can be very differentiated, is not just the we'll give you the capital, it's everything else you get with that investment. Mm-hmm. No, that's a great point. And, and we're seeing to, to the why – I think at this very conference, we're seeing representatives from Boston Scientific, from Medtronic, from uh, from Beckton Dickinson, and I think the why seems to be just trying to figure out where this is all going. Do you are you having some contact? I know those don't deal directly with your customers, but are you hearing more from the device world and the pharma world wanting to work with you? And, and Absolutely, no. We even work with our you know McKesson Ventures as sure. one of the venture yep. teams Huge. we respect very much, and it just shows how um, while we're competitors in some sense, and others we're we're collaborators. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think broadly, um, what's really exciting to me is that interest that no matter where you are in healthcare, you should be interested in what's going on in digital health and how it could potentially disrupt your industry, whether you're in devices or pharma. Um, there is now a digital health play for for all those applications, um, and I think uh, for some VC is a great way to learn more. Mm-hmm. For others, um, and I mean for us, it's a way to do more. Great. And just finally, if someone's out there looking to work with more disruption, please, what's the best way to, to get in touch with you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you can email us at bd at athenahealth.com. That is a surefire way. Or go check out our website. It's athenahealth.com slash disruption. And we'd love to hear from you. Excellent. Mandara, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Well, that is a wrap. Thanks, Mandara Singh, for sitting down with me at the Digital Healthcare Innovation Summit. It was a pleasure to have you there and hope to see you there on November 30th. Once again, if uh, you all want to be there as well, you should register sooner rather than later. Go to healthag.com. Our registration is now open and, uh, and people are, uh, are flooding in. So healthag.com and register for the November 30th Digital Healthcare Innovation Summit. Thanks for joining us. Tune in next week. We'll bring you another tale of innovation. <laughs>